Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And the air went over my head and I was like, ah! Anyway, uh, hello everybody. My <laughs> name is Dan Selke. I am the editor of winnerscoming.net here with Daniel Roman, editor of winnerscoming.net and special hello. guest, fan around the network player, Aisha Hausa. Aisha, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about Shadow and Bone. I'm sure lots of fans are super excited for the new season soon too. Exactly. We, we're... we're Aisha on because she has watched, don't tell anybody, but the uh, the screeners for the second season of Netflix's Shadow and Bone, which comes out tomorrow. And we might be able to get some spoiler-free, very tame, not giving away anything, impressions of it here on Take the Black, the only show on the internet where we talk about things like fancy sci-fi, robots, lasers, dragons, and swords and stuff. Anyway, any small talk you guys want to make first? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, Aisha? Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, Thank you. How's life? How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Um, I've just been kind of like knee deep in all shadow and bone. So um, it's nice to have like an outlet other than just writing about it. And now I can talk yeah. about it a little bit. So a little bit. <laughs> that'll yes. be fun. We can get into it. I mean, if we're ready, by the way, hello to everybody out there in the chat. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Joanne. Good to see you. And we'll talk about other stuff too. But yeah, first, let's get into it. Aisha, so you've, I, 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 did you enjoy the first season of Shadow and Bone on Netflix? Netflix. <laughs> yes. Uh, so um, I I have not read the books. So I'm like a show first fan. I think Daniel yeah. has. Okay. Um, I have, so I've I really read some of them. did. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the first season as a show mm -hmm. first fan and not like having any background about it. I still haven't read the books because I don't want to know what's going to happen. Um, books. I know that's, you know, that's why we're in this business. We like shows more than books, at least yeah. me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I liked the first season a little bit more. I'm not saying that the second season is Ooh. bad or anything. Um, yeah, I know. Maybe it'll be controversial, but that's just that's just me. Um, 
I feel like the stories overall, because we have so many characters. We have like the crows, we have Alina, we have Mal, we have the Darkling, there um Nina and Matthias, like there's so much going on. Um, I feel like the first season did a good job of like keeping everything connected together. Um, season two, overall, it did that for uh-huh. most of the time. I feel like I got a little lost in Kaz's story, which was super interesting. And I liked that we got more of his backstory, but parts of it kind of took me away from the overall of like all the other elements that are happening. Cause again, we have like so many, so many different separate storylines, even though they're all kind of coming to like one goal or, or, you know, for one reason, but um, that just took me away a little bit. Sure. Now remind us, Kaz is the gloomy, intense British guy played by Freddie Carter, right? Yes, the leader of the Crows. Um, and this season, a little tease, because um, I did some interviews with the cast. Um, Ooh, cool. <laughs> cool. And, um, you know, he's a good leader. We've seen him be a good leader, but he, the actor did tease that he lets some of his personal vendettas get in the way this season. Yes. Um and that kind of puts everyone else at risk. So um, he's not going to be thinking completely straight is what I'm going to say. Okay. okay. Hard to picture because he was I so know. steadfast, straightforward, and dependable in the first one. Now, Daniel, you've read the books. Relatively. I, 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 well, a yeah. little. I, I understand that this new season is going to mix together different ones and that the crows aren't in this part of the book's at all like they're in a, a separate series and i think the adventure in season two yeah. was just completely made up like there is no source material for the crow stuff am i right in saying that i think you're wrong in saying that um so well, that, okay, that was fine. the case l- last season um so mm-hmm. it, it, shadow and bone as a show it's a little more complicated than like a normal book to show type thing it's actually based on two book series. One is the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Sure. One is the Six of Crows duology. So the, the Crows are not in Shadow and Bone at all. Their story happens after Shadow and Bone in the books. So they're instead of doing that, they're basically like shuffling the timeline a little bit. They're rearranging things so they can kind of tell both stories at the same time because the Crows are, I want to say, more of the fan favorites. I think a lot of people like the crows more than Mm -hmm. like Alina, like that specific series has a, I don't want to say a bigger following, but it made a lot more waves. Um, So season one, they like them more until they watch shatter and bone season two, possibly that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So season one was book one of shadow and bone. So book one for Alina and they made up stuff for Kaz and the crows. I think this Uh season is supposed to have the stuff from their first book, which is six of crows, Um, which my, my question for Aisha about this, I think this is not spoilery enough, but it should answer this conclusively. Is there a heist? There is. Okay. So it's six of crows. So this season we're going to have the, the plot line from six of crows, which is their first book. And Alina's second book. So it's a little confusing, but obviously, like as a show watcher, it seems like none of that stuff matters at all.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Aisha, for you watching this, what was it about this that made you maybe not quite like it as much as season one? Or do you think it was it totally off the rails? Was it just that it stumbled a little? Can it come back from this? Does it need to? <laughs> Does it need okay, to? I, yeah. I do want to say I love the crows and their storyline is very fun and adventurous. So I uh, just want to put that out there first. Like I said, the main thing for me was, again, like I loved Kaz's backstory and I thought it was important, um, you know, to know that about the character. And we kind of like get hints of that in season one and it dives deeper into his character and his backstory um, this season. Eventually it does kind of connect again to the overall story but at times it just felt a little disconnected like it was a second book which technically it is so um yeah they do get back on track but just there's there's like a couple of episodes where i'm just like i'm interested i like this but how does it connect to the whole story so would you say that it drags it all in places a little bit (laughs) I don't want, okay, don't, I gotta say it. Great. Don't come okay. for me, okay? <laughs> we have our headline. Okay. <laughs> two drags. I, I, I'm not even Just kidding. A, a well, little bit. It doesn't surprise me at all that it might feel a little more separate because 
the first season shocked me that it didn't feel more separate because the crows are like it is a separate book it's a totally separate story um so i was surprised at how well they wove that together in the first season it was well Um, done yeah that's the thing because they did that in their first season you kind of expect it Ah, to which again overall it does uh but there were just like for example so matthias's story if um just a little refresher um last season we ended with nina like to save his life she said he's a slave trader which you know typical romantic day in a in a relationship for a couple but um, right (laughs) poor guy he gets dragged to um a prison called hellgate and it it is what it sounds basically um we get to see him there (laughs) excuse me Someone else talk for a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will ask a question slowly. Was there a character who stood out to you? If Kaz kind of disappointed you, was there a character or storyline that you thought really, really worked well? And was it the Darklings by any chance? Because he is the guy who everybody <laughs> wants to see more of, played by the um, immaculately handsome Ben Barnes. Sorry, guys. That's what happens when you're live. <clears throat> um, <laughs> live TV, folks. Live TV. Yeah, I'll go back to Matthias in a second. But um, yes, I really liked the Darklings storyline this season, aka General Kerrigan. He is kind of as dark and menacing as ever, but there were moments when we kind of saw him a little weaker at times, um, and you're going to figure out why that okay. is. Um, so it was really, really cool to see him um, like the same character, but kind of a different side to him. Uh, so I really liked that. And I thought that that worked really well. Um, let's jump, jump back to Matthias real quick. Um, sure. So, yeah, he's yes. isolated um, basically from all the other characters and um, the, the story technically. But the... I think in that case, the writers did a good job of keeping him connected to. So I'm I'm gonna sound like I'm repeating myself, but again, to the oh, sure, overall sure. story. Yeah. Um, I think that worked for them very well. And it didn't it didn't feel like I'm watching like a different show or something when when it was just his scenes, because sure. um, which is really hard to pull off because like the actor yeah. for the majority of it is all by himself. He doesn't really interact with the other yeah. uh, main characters. So uh, I think he did a really good job and the writers really did a really good job of, of um, you know, uh, executing that. All right. So I'm, I'm getting that there is some, some, some mixed stuff, some stuff that's slightly right a little bit, but overall, if you had to grade the new season on, you know, a good old letter grade, like we're back in a high school, any idea where it might fall for you? I would give it. Can we do pluses and minuses, you, or is plus, it just yeah? Plus and minuses <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, I don't off know the table pluses and minuses. Let's do <laughs> let's do an A minus. Okay, A minus. So you're still pretty okay, positive, that's pretty good. On, like on, on the show. Still pretty I'm, positive. About it. I'm curious about um, the response to this one. Do you picture? having seen the entire thing, the response being contentious. Do do you think that most fans will like this like you do, or do you picture some schisms? 
I think it depends on if you're going into this as just like a show first fan like me or as a book fan. So the thing with me is I can't compare it to the book. I don't know like what might be missing or what might have been changed. Although like in speaking with the actors, they said, yeah, there's changes, but Mm -hmm. like um, they said that it kind of like the book and the show kind of complement each other. So, you know, from their point of view, they they think it works. Um, but I think I think mo- maybe most fans are going to be like me. They're going to like feel like a, it's a little out of place. But because the crows, like you said, are so um, popular, whether you've just seen the show or you've also read the books, they're just such a fun bunch. Yeah. And they bring like lightheartedness, even though, you know, they have their own serious um stories and and it's not just kaz that we get his backstory we get a bit more of the backstory of some other characters um which again is really fun to see i feel like the first season you know serves as like establishing the characters here's who they are and then we kind of get to dive deeper into them in season two um so yeah i Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> if you're a fan of the crows, you're you're gonna like it, which I am, oh, but nice. I kind of care about Alina a little bit more. So I yeah. don't know. That was gonna be I'm one of my curious. one of my questions. Uh was I haven't really heard you talk much about Alina or Mal or that whole story. And um I definitely had some strong opinions about places that might have dragged or might have not dragged when I read the book for this one. Um, so how, how was their plot this season? And kind of along with that, um, how were the effects and the creatures? I don't know if the version you saw had finished effects or not, but, um, the creatures are a big part of this series, like these mythical creatures, um, as well as the magic and, and the different Grisha. So how, how did you feel about all that stuff? So creatures, magic, Mal and Alina. All right, I'll start with the creatures and the magic. Um, that's a good question. I believe, yeah, it was finished. I mean, it looked pretty good okay. to me. So <clears throat> visually, cool. um, it looked cool. I liked it. And actually, episode seven overall is my favorite story. It's uh, or episode, sorry. Ooh. It's the penultimate episode. I feel like there's like a spoiler alert, like a really epic fight and battle and i think it happens in the fold and outside of the fold so there's that um oh interesting yeah and then i think just everything comes together and like all those little separate storylines that are not really separate but kind of separate um you'll get it when you see it but they all just come together and that that was my favorite episode so keep your eyes out for episode seven um alina and mal it's not a spoiler netflix has already shared this but um they are an item and i think they're so cute like to be honest okay (laughs) alina and the darkling super hot but like i was really shipping (laughs) mal and alina i i'm kind of a sucker for those like childhood friends kind of thing and they're just so cute so (laughs) i really liked them i liked their quest together um season one they were also you know separated a lot so it was really cool to be Mm -hmm. able to see how well they work together and how 
they communicate and you can see how much they care about each other, you know, both as friends and possibly more. So more. Yes. Cool. More. Uh, yeah. So I really liked their, their storyline. I didn't, it didn't feel like it dragged. I feel like um, you can see how much, how important they are to each other. So, yeah. Cool. That was good. That's, I'm that's good to hear. The Darkling. Yeah. The Darkling shipping always cracks me up because it's like that. It, it's so toxic. Like the whole point <laughs> is it's so toxic. Why are you shipping this horrifically toxic thing? Like he is it's the ben villain, Barnes. but it's he's also Ben character. Barnes. Yeah. It's not the character. It's Ben Barnes. And I can I tell know. you. Were there not like shipping st- of Alina and the Darkling before the show? I bet there was there's always oh, folks sure. who like like the 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 kind of the um the dangerous part isn't there i i yeah, I, I can't speak from the, experience the, i bet there was the, yeah that's fair i i think as they go on it becomes just harder and harder <laughs> to ship alina and the darkling because he you know he is the villain of the series and we're i'm sure this season um we're gonna see that even more because he's had some quality time in the shadow fold. Definitely. Um, <laughs> you can like, I feel like, okay. Season one, very manipulative, very like in her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two is he's, he won't leave her alone, but it's, <laughs> it's in a different way. He's like, so obsessed. Mm-hmm. I literally asked him when I talked to Ben, I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Why is Kirigan so obsessed with Alina? Like he won't leave her alone. But um what did he you say? know, as a reminder, the if the the stag, he both of them have parts of the stag in them. So they're kind of connected. Um so you know, again, a, a little tease from him is like that that that's difficult for him to shake. And so it kind of yeah. makes this certain connection between the two um that plays out in the season. And then I just have to say overall, I liked Alina's growth. Um, I think cool. Uh, when we first meet her, she's kind of like, doesn't know where she is in the world. She really does lean on Kirigan, you know, falls for his charms, but you know, who could blame her with a face like Ben Barnes, honestly, but um, <laughs> season two, she, she really holds her ground and like, she knows her responsibility and, you know, she's going to fight for it. Yes. Any other uh, final thoughts you have about it? Good, bad, anything in between? Recommend or recommend? Um, I like all the new characters. There is Jack Wolf, who's Wylan. Um, mm-hmm. He is the demolitions cool. expert alchemist. And, you know, there might be some chemistry between him and Jasper. Unintended. We can't say um, for sure. Maybe. Oh. maybe. We'll see. Um shippers of Inej and Kaz, you will be happy but frustrated um so it's like <laughs> a little bit of both as always with like a slow burn um yeah and i would i'm gonna i think i'm gonna leave it at, at that but episode seven i'm i'm gonna reiterate episode that seven. it's, it's seven. a really it's a really good episode of eight um shadow and bone if you're watching live awesome. comes out um tomorrow like tomorrow morning early 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 so basically late tonight um thanks Aisha it sounds great it, it sounds like it is I don't know I guess I was in I was bracing for a bad review 
but I think it was more positive than I was expecting. And I'm glad about that. You know what? I was, I was like, you know, when you watch something fast, that's the thing about binge watching. Mm-hmm. You Like sometimes not everything registers with you. So I was like going back through yeah. my notes and I'm like, you know what? I, maybe I was a little too harsh on, on this. Um, so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, you, always, you want to be truthful, but you know, let's, let's talk about the positives a little, a little more than the negatives. So, um, but overall, nice. no, it was, it was a really good season. I think people are going to like it. Cool. Shutter and Bones season two out on Netflix. Thanks a lot. Aisha. this was a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun with you guys. Of course. Come back whenever you it was like. A blast. I will. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now for the rest of the show, uh, Daniel, let's get into yes. Brass Tacks, The Last of Us, Zombie Show, Season 1, Over, HBO, Ellie, Joel, Spoilers. <laughs> yes, um, all those things. I want to talk to you about The Last of Us uh, season finale. And to do that, I think let's we're going to have to do a little bit of spoilers. Yes. So just if, 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 if you haven't seen it yet, plug your ears because I want to talk about like the, the, the details some. I guess it was yeah, a big ending. Got to. We all knew it was coming essentially yes. okay spoilers in three two one ellie and joel find the fireflies get to the hospital in salt lake city they can make a cure uh but to do so they have to kill ellie and get the yeah. cortis of fires out of her brain to make a vaccine out of it she has immunity Rough. and joel rather than let that happen uh just massacres all the fireflies in the hospital steals an unconscious ellie from the surgery bed lies to her says that um no they couldn't make a cure i certainly didn't kill everyone to get you out and then just to kind of end sort of ambiguity daniel what do you think yeah. of the season finale of the last of us i i really enjoyed it i loved i mean i think anytime i'm gonna critique the last of us like we said last week it's never mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. less than really good it's always kind of nitpicks sure. or like you know the the little things I do think it rushed this beat a little bit. I was kind of shocked that this was the shortest episode of the season. Um, So I wish they had taken just a little more time to really make us feel the horror of what Joel is doing, but, but like just spend a little more time on it. That entire sequence is like three minutes, maybe. Um, Um. So yeah. So, I, I liked it. I'm a little torn on how fast they flew through everything. I loved the cold open with Ashley Johnson. Well, that, was, that was nice. Um, yeah. yeah, who played Ellie in the game. She was Ellie's mom, Anna, in the show in a brand new scene that wasn't in either of the games. Um, really, really loved that. And yeah, so I, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite episode of the series, and I wish they had taken just a smidge more time to really help that ending land as well as it did in the game. Cause I've experienced both of these for the first time within the past two months recently. So I recently, so it's very fresh in my mind of how one landed versus how the other landed. 
I don't think they quite stuck it as well in the show, but it was still awesome. What What did you think? I liked it. I mean, I wasn't like overcome. I think to, to date, the best episode was the third one for me. The one with uh, Bill and Frank, that one like hit me the hardest. Um, I yeah. do want to interrogate you saying that though. Do you, when you say take more time, it's not yes. just a reflexive reflex. The fact that episode was 43 minutes, right? Do you actually, because when I hear right. that part of me is like, um, I mean, if it's if if it's short, it, it can be short. Like if it was good, sure. and it was twenty minutes, I'd, I'd have no problem with it. Like, what do you think they could have added in? Do you think to make it well, hit harder? It, um, I think they should have taken more time with Joel's rampage through the hospital. Um, they kind of made uh-huh. it a montage, which I I think it's different and it works it, in the game. It is this visceral thing. And you start out being like, yeah, Joel, you're going to go get Ellie. And then you kind of gradually realize this is really awful. I'm you're playing Joel. Joel's just Mm -hmm. murdering all these people and they're trying to do a good thing. Um, So there's like a a sinking feeling of like you as the person experiencing the story, you start out rooting for it. And then you almost realize you were rooting for an awful thing as it's happening kind mm-hmm. of like like Stannis in Game of Thrones like you see him Ooh, burn people alive yeah. and you think like oh well that's Stannis he's doing his thing and then it it's happens to Shireen and you're Stannis. like oh my god what have I been rooting for that was horrifying um, yeah it's the same thing with Joel in the game with this and I think one they made it a very intentional choice to not show Joel kill quite as many people in the show as they did in the game throughout mm-hmm. the journey which has an impact when you get to this ending because it doesn't have again the same thing of we've been rooting for him to do this this whole time and now he's doing it in a way we don't like Uh um but setting aside even that sequence so there are ways i think they could have taken their time to really drive home the conflict of that a little bit better so it doesn't seem quite as one-sided of just joel got this bad news and he snaps um because i i do think it's um, it, it's more complicated than that too because like the fireflies are gonna kill ellie for this surgery they didn't ask her they didn't give no. her a choice or even have a conversation with her about it they could have just let her talk to joel and probably avoided all of this so the fireflies are definitely not blameless in this situation in my opinion mm-hmm. but so setting that aside i think they should have taken a little more time getting there too um we didn't see any infected in this episode. And I think that was a mistake to not at least show some, we talked about this a little last week, um, Mm -hmm. but Joel and Ellie's journey to get to the hospital has some more dramatic beats in the game that I, I missed a little bit in the show. So that's my rant. I saw some folk <laughs> critiquing it. They they could have like made it so Joel had a harder time getting there because kind of because it kind of turned into the Terminator where like he didn't really face he any superposition. Like you know, there's no one who really gave him a run for his money. He was kind of gunning on everybody. Yeah. Um, and that could have done something. I did enjoy it. Uh, it was good. It was very solid. It was a good show. Good season. A huge success. Um, totally. May the light of fate shine down upon season two. But I mean, yeah, my favorite episodes were the third one. I thought that one was great. I like the yeah, seventh one, the Ellie flashback. Uh, the sixth yep. one was great. Oh, where the poor kid died. That was too bad. This one was very good, too. It was a good sh- show. 
But um, I'm sorry that the finale didn't blow your socks, shoes, and other garments <laughs> clean off your body. Well, you know, it's hard when there's expectations going into a thing. And this time, obviously, I did have expectations going into it um, versus the game. Ob- there were no expectations. I didn't know what was going to happen. What a damn but it, it did remind me a little bit of the sixth episode. So in episode six, Y'all. they do the whole Jackson thing. And then they go to the university mm-hmm. and that whole, whole that university scene they did in about the last eight minutes of the episode. And mm-hmm. that's another thing where in the game, that's like a several a couple of hours, that sequence. So they definitely like it felt like they sped through the beat a little bit. And that's just kind of how I felt about this ending. Like, well, like it's almost the, like they the, the, knew what happened. So so we didn't take quite as much time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm repeating myself. Fair enough. I mean, episode six, I don't know what you would have gained. Because like when you say it's several hours, it's not like not not the the story part, like you playing as Joel slowly making your way through a hall and shooting a dude is several hours, right? It's not like there were several hours no. of video. Well, most of it is actually Joel and Ellie talking. So they re they placed some of those things in other episodes. So like mm-hmm. The conversation in the finale where Joel says they brought me to a place just like this after the apocalypse, basically, that conversation happens in the university in the game mm-hmm. because they find tents outside the university where people and were doing that. Fun. Um, so there are things like that that got rearranged. It's a lot of character stuff. But then the way Joel gets hurt is very different in the game. And there's this extended scene of Ellie basically getting him out of danger so it's not even that there were specific things where i'm like it would have been better if they'd done this like i don't know necessarily it for episode six specifically what they should have changed in that university sequence Mm -hmm. i just know it felt less momentous than in the game because part of it is is the setup right because in the game, when they get to the university, the whole thing has been they've been looking for the fireflies this whole time. Work. Whereas in the show, they're looking, Joel is looking for Tommy. And then he decides, and hey, now that we found Tommy, let's go look a little farther for the fireflies. So Work. there are some like changes they made along the way. And I think part of when I say things were rushed, part of it is I wish they'd taken more time in the scene. And part of it is changes made along the way made the scenes have a little less gravity if that makes sense it does yeah i get you and i didn't play the game as recently as you did but i liked it but yeah i mean i i, I didn't feel my favorite joel and ellie bits were just them talking honestly that that was my that was all totally. my favorite bits uh with them yeah um but but they know what they're doing and and I think this bodes oh, well for really the do. future rock on the last of us hooray mushroom pie tonight um and <laughs> that's any anything else you want to say about the last one before we move on to it for two years ah uh, before we move on for two years uh just that i'm real sad that it's over i i did it's been a good not time. expect to become as obsessed with this show it has been a good time um you know i imagine we won't see season two until 2024 <clears throat> or maybe 2025 um so yeah, it's going to be a minute, but I I think it'll be worth it. And that'll probably work in this show's favor even because that just gives Bella Ramsey more time to 
get older, which is going to make part two even better or season two. Sorry. Well, um, I mean, she's already so, yeah. Bella Ramsey is the age of Ellie right now that she is in part two. So opposite. Yes. Don't get older. Just be who you are now. <laughs> now she she can get a little older. Let's let's just say Ellie, uh, you know, age is a number. And age is also the accumulation of your experiences. <laughs> and by the time that game ends, Ellie is older than her years. It will be cool if that started up sooner and we can see the discourse. But um, yeah, good, good, yeah. good show, HBO. Nice, yeah. nice crack at the zombie stuff. All right. And it's doing um, better than House of the Dragon, right? It I, is. I feel like we got to at been least mention it. that. HBO's been yeah. killing it. House of the Dragon was a big hit. Last was a big hit. They have succession coming up, the final season, like this month. Uh Perry Mason's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, they're doing really good right now. Good for them. Apparently, um, the 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 idol is causing all kinds of fracas and uh controversy. <laughs> it may be a disaster. We'll see when that comes out. Uh people are talking about HBO. So good on them. Yeah. Um, and we are talking um, about um, you know, Daniel and I both love sports. Can't get enough of them. Love to pass that baseball it's, around. It's true. You can't tell. Um, there's March Madness coming up, the college b-ball tournament. But here at WIC, where, you know, a bunch of teams play together and then one emerges victorious, people make a lot of money on bets. But here we're doing fandom <laughs> madness, where we've taken 64 characters from fantasy, sci-fi, movies, TV, pop culture, books, and we are pitting them against each other in a huge tournament called Fandom Menace 2023. And uh, that starts off tomorrow. And we have the bracket for you yeah. today. Oh, look at that. Look at all those sweet That's a nice looking bracket. That's right, right? Have to Basically, this will be fun. It'll, it'll be on our Twitter page. All these people are going to be up against each other and one will emerge. Do you prefer Daenerys Targaryen to that lady from uh, the peripheral? Uh, who's better, Harley Quinn or Randall Thor from The Wheel of Time? Who wins in a fight, Megan or Superman, and just on and on and on like that. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll determine which is clearly the best Megan. criteria. There, well, Megan can do that dance. Um, clearly, there's no criteria. Who went in a fight? Who do you like more? Who do you want a beer with more? Um, that's it. And that'll be running for the next couple of weeks. So I'll share that with you. How fun, Megan versus Coke. Um, yes. I think it's Where Kang find that, the man? Conqueror versus Cocaine Bear is 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 the one we set up there. Um, that'll be on the Winter is Coming Twitter page starting tomorrow. Yay! Cool. Anything yeah, else? Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so. I don't have too much to add to the fandom madness. I'm just, you're getting me stoked for it. I uh, obviously need need to drop a huge shout out to you and Natalie for putting these brackets together Ooh, all nicely yeah. as you did. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's March and that means sports except if you like uh, Randall Thor more than sports. That's what I'm going to go with. Or it, it, if you know what Randall Thor is. But yeah, that'll be fun. Or uh, any of the, that, the other 63. It should be a good time. I think last time we skipped a year. I think in 2021, I think Daenerys won, I think the last time. And then Warren run before that, I think. Because the Wheel of Time folk are really Yeah, the Wheel of thing. Time. Yeah, the Wheel of Time fans usually, they come out to represent any time. Um, there's any sort of pole pitting wheel of time characters against anything but now uh, we get some they, of the house of the dragon out. guys in there we got the last of us ellie yeah. and joel both in there we'll see if some new champion are. i hope they do for variety's sake but we'll see yeah very shortly 
Anyway, Daniel, uh, before we go on to the final bit, anything you or anybody else out there like Jay over on YouTube are watching besides The Last of Us and Shatter and Bone tonight? Uh, besides The Last of Us, what even does that mean? No, just kidding. I actually have watched some other <laughs> other things this week. Uh, so I just last night and a little bit this morning, I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is oh, the Nicolas Cage cute. movie with Pedro Pascal. Um, so that was really ridiculous, really ridiculous, but very, very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, uh, Pedro kind of doing his other typecast, which is like eccentric, uh, <laughs> lovable, uh, I want to say roguish type character, but he's, he's somewhat roguish in this movie. Um, yeah, so that was great. And I've been rewatching Black Sails. Because it just you feels like it's time. Sales. <laughs> I do. And I have to admit, I'm too close to it now where I rewatching it. I'm like, yes, this show was so good. But I also have to acknowledge my own bias because like two people will just be walking, j- just walking. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, this show. So like there's definitely yeah. bias, but it's an excellent show. Uh, but yeah, oh, aside from that, one the only other thing I've other. got is oh, give him an Emmy. Six of Crows. Six of Crows. Cool. I will be reading this probably in the lead up to uh, Shadow and Bone. That's what Very I've nice. been reading, watching all those things. What about you, Dan? Not a ton. Um, I, I've been busy. I mean, I tried to watch my Lauren today, but I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching Perry Mason. That's a good one. The Last of Us. Uh, Pulse Dragger since fifteen, going great. I also got in the mail um a copy of the Three Body Problem. So I'm going to start reading Ooh, that cool. soon. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be fun, right? I want to hear about that show. Yeah. We've heard like nothing. So that's kind of what's going on that's with me, Netflix but not a whole way. I guess. And as Nicole says, ooh, Ted Lasso tonight. I will definitely watch Ted Lasso tonight. Yeah, Mandalorian oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Season three. How is it been, I Nicole? How I think season it's three? the final season. I, be- I, I think it is. Yeah. yeah th- things are being classy in season three. So I'll definitely watch that as well. Some good stuff. Wait, Jojo. Oh, my God. Earth and Richard is playing Earthbound. Um, Probably for the, I'm going to guess. Is it the first time or has played it before, Richard? And Jojo. I still haven't watched Jojo in a while. I have I, installed in that I damn don't... Egypt arc forever. Um, Anyway, that's about it. Pretty slow week for stuff, but there'll always be more. Um, should we move on to the lightning round to wrap this puppy up to mix a metaphor? Let's do it. All right. Again, et cetera and so forth. Didn't order them. Not in any order. Just going to rock. Uh, ask him randomly and see what happens. Although, uh, no, I'm going to ask you this one first because you are book man. Okay. Um, Daniel. <laughs> okay. Put 20 seconds on the clock. Uh, author. Author. Christopher Paolini is writing a new book in the Dragon Riding Aragon series called Murtaugh. Does, does that mean anything to you? Yeah, um, it it means something to me and that I know what it means, but my mm-hmm. hype is moderate at best. Um, so this is 20 years after the Aragon uh, quintet, quartet of books. Uh, Murtaugh is one of the side characters in that one of the primary antagonists anti-heroes so i believe this book is telling things from his perspective Work. so it's not really a sequel it's a sidequel gotcha. whatever we call that it's like that twilight book that was um, twilight book from the vampire's point of view 
Okay, cool. It it's exactly like that, except the dragon's red instead of blue. Um, okay, so here's one for you, Dan. Jenna Ortega uh, of Wednesday fame uh-huh. is circling a role as Winona Ryder's daughter in Beetlejuice Two, and the, the character she played in Beetlejuice, not Lydia really. Dietz. Yeah, apparently they've been trying to make a Beetlejuice sequel for like literally decades, and it's never got it off the ground. Maybe Jenna Ortega being the new creepy Hollywood starlet du jour can get the ball rolling on it. I'm not sure if they need it, but yeah. it, it, it it's it, it, it's it's one of those seems like so obvious. I almost don't like it. Like, of course, the Wednesday girl would be the creepy little goth girl, but whatever. Yeah, I'm sure we fine. Uh, Rock. That's pretty Andrew fair. Ortega with your huge success. Um, Daniel at the Oscars this past yes. Sunday, everything everywhere all at once. Won Best Picture, and uh, Michelle Kwan won Best Actress. Kei Hui Kwan won Best Supporting Actor, and Jamie Lee Curtis won Best, won Best Supporting Actress. It 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 won it all. It was the runaway winner of this year's Oscar. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? It won a lot. It was great to see Michelle Yeoh take home Best Actress. Um, cool. Great to see Best Picture. Great for all of these, honestly. Um, this movie, it, it was like an indie sci-fi weird, weird movie. So it is amazing to see it win things like Best Picture just based on that it was great. No one expected yeah. this outcome when this movie came out. True. Like the headlines were all like, oh, it's still raking it in at the box office. So <laughs> huge, hugely happy for the cast and crew of that movie. Me too. Congrats. Um, yeah. So, Dan, uh, your favorite company, Marvel, mm-hmm. is trying to get a California court to issue a subpoena to Reddit. To produce information on someone who posted 63 pages of dialogue from Ant-Man 3 a month before release. So they're coming for the leaker. This is hilarious and I know nothing about it. What's the deal? I mean, that's basically the deal. Someone leaked a bunch of Ant-Man dialogue before the movie came out on Reddit. Uh, There's actually on Google Docs and hosted on Reddit. And so Marvel's is going to court trying to get Google and Red to turn over information on the person who leaked. And then I assume, I don't know, find that person and drag them into court and sue them like like a copyright claim or or, or theft. Um, Don't mess with Marvel because they will try and get you. But we'll see if this goes anywhere. Because right now, Reddit is like kind of just saying, um, we value the privacy of people. So they're not really turning over anything. We'll see what happens. Sorry, I went over. It's important. Important stuff. Um. Leak things at yeah. your own risk, I guess. Which is pretty normal. Although it is very cool. Um, like, it's normal that Reddit wouldn't give that up, I think. I guess. Um, it could be fun if that ends up in, like, a high court and they have to debate subreddits. Uh, Daniel. Yeah? Uh, rumor has yes. it that HBO may have shelved a couple of Game of Thrones spinoffs, including that Sea Snake one and 10,000 ships. The one about Nymeria of the Roaring. Your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, so this news, this is another news story that broke from Reddit, uh, basically that people had noticed that the production company for Vince Gerardis, who is one Mm -hmm. of the producers on all of George R. R. Martin's film things, um, they had taken the Sea Snake and 10,000 ships off their website. They had been on there and now they're gone. So it seems likely that those could be two of the spinoffs that were shelved. Alas. Oh, well. Um, All right. Oh, well. <laughs> um, is it bad? I'm not that sad. I feel like Game of Thrones doesn't have the best Can't track record had. with like ship stuff. Maybe it's because I've just been watching Black Sails. I'm like, those are fake ships, HBO. You're not fooling me. Um, 
All right. Uh, let's stop me from rambling about that. So speaking of things that got shelved, Disney also shelved some stuff. Uh, they've shelved officially. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about this. Disney went on a spree. So Disney shelved the Star Wars movies from Patty Jenkins and Kevin Feige. And yeah. they canceled Willow. Yeah. I mean, the Star Wars movies are, are kind of nothing because we never knew what they were at all. So it's not like if there are big losses. They canceled the Willow show. Yeah, that was today. Uh, they canceled Willow. Um, <sighs> you watched bad. it. I didn't. So I'm not that upset. Yeah. But um, I think more networks are, are going to cancel stuff because they have to start trimming the budgets because now like the, the, the age of like content everywhere just all the time is, is kind of over. So they got to start making better choices. Yeah. And that was one of the ones going to go. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's a shame because Willow, you know, it wasn't an incredible show, but it was a show that knew what it was about and what it wanted to do, and it did mm-hmm. it pretty well. Um, so that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. All right, apparently you want to talk about this one, so I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> I do. Daniel, um, Shadow and Bone author Leigh Bardugo has signed a huge new book deal with Macmillan, I think, for uh, 12 new books. Yeah, so since we were talking about Shadow and Bone today, I had to throw mm-hmm. this on. So Lee Bardugo signed a 12-book deal. So presumably that's like the next decade of her career. We don't sure. know how many of those are Grisha novels. We don't know how many are other things. This is across a variety of um, different imprints within Macmillan. So adult YA. Um, but this is a really uncommon sort of deal. It's a huge deal that she got this. So curious to see what she writes that's good for you lee yeah hello martha lee. it's all good lee and um lee um, all right oh. lee lee the okay. final lightning round news story um Gemma redgrave will play unit operative yeah. kate stewart in a new doctor who spinoff they're spinning off doctor it's who. been it's been a while since we had a, a doctor who spinoff they used to make him like Torchwood back in the day. That was when um, Russell T. Davis was in charge of Doctor Who. And now he's in charge again. And lo and behold, he's in charge again. And yeah. now we get new spinoffs. So I guess he's a spinoff Doctor Who kind of guy. Um, also, they have Disney money now. So I'm not surprised going to do Doctor Who spinoffs. Yeah. They want to make a Who-niverse. They want to make a shared universe. Although I feel like maybe that that era is starting to kind of go down on the whole universe thing. But we'll see. But yeah, Doctor Who, they're going to try to make it big again. We'll see how it goes. And uh, thanks for commenting, everybody, yeah. toward the end of it. Hello, Julie. It's only 65 a.m. there. Oh, Julie. Uh, yes. Daylight we savings. We started earlier because of Here. daylight savings time. I forgot about that. Yep. So we don't like it either. Wait, is that not a thing <laughs> worldwide? I'm really not stupid. On this, not at the same time because England is in a different time zone than we are. Or the times are four hours apart now instead of five. So, mm. Oh, God. So that means that it's even. Er- but will Australia change over eventually and, and go? N- no, they don't. They won't. Or you I don't know, Julie, you can okay. tell it. Tell us that, Julie. I have no idea. But yeah, I guess that means. So we're here. What? At 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Normally recording. We don't know what time that is for you anymore. Basically, they made us. <laughs> The the entire okay for, at, at, at the end of March okay I thought it was worldwide I don't know the whole thing seems stupid to me I don't know I would happily just I don't know just stay darker for longer shorter whatever 
I hate losing that hour. Yeah. I hate. It. I feel like it. it I, I get robbed every year. And I was like, we were like kind of out late-ish on Saturday, and then um, and to come back and lose an hour, it was nonsense. Is what it was. That's uh, rough. The whole Sunday was shot. It was just, it was just weird and ruined. <laughs> um, but that's what happens to late savings time. It makes me mad. It's what makes me. Thanks for coming, everybody. Um, that's fair. Some say some do it. Yeah, that's true. That's is weird. And um, uh, Joanne liked Willow. Nicole's not surprised it was canceled. Uh, more money for snow. Yeah. I think that's an example of of HBO doing what everyone else is doing, which is they've got to be careful about picking winners. Like they're not just going to, you know, throw You're money. About the, spin- the Game of Thrones spinoff. Yeah, I, I mean, and 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 spinoffs and new shows in general. I think you'll see yeah. a less um, rapid fire approach to it. I mean, was Willow ever going to be a yeah. big enough hit to to, to 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 justify its budget? I don't know. And um, and I think now they're going to reckon with that and maybe do a little bit of less, but we'll still get some. Yeah. So yeah, good. Daily yeah, Savings I think that's pretty fair. Grouchy. All right. <laughs> Anything else you yeah. want to add, Daniel, or anybody out there before we sign up for the day? I don't think so. Just you know. Willow, we hardly we hardly knew ye. Um, I I'm still processing that news because I literally didn't know it until the lightning round. Um, but I'm not surprised either. Uh, I think Nicole said that. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm a little sad because I, it was better than I expected that show. I kind of went into it with rock bottom expectations, and it was pretty <laughs> decent. Uh, you know, in a fun Knight's Tale sort of way, like not taking itself <laughs> too seriously. Right. Um. But yeah, I think you're right, Dan. I think all the signs have been there that we are going to see the throwing spaghetti at the wall approach that a lot of these streaming services have used, just seeing what sticks. We're going to see that contract a lot, I think, in the next year or two. Yeah, mark our words, mark them good. Anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. Um, We are here on the Winners Coming Facebook page and the Winners Coming YouTube page every single Wednesday stay at 3 p.m eastern 2 p.m central 1 p.m mountain noon california time um and i'm sorry if daylight savings threw a wrench into that this week but uh <laughs> the, the 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 world will get back on track yeah soon enough anyway yeah. um we can also download some podcasts former ever pod wherever you get your podcasts be it google play itunes or elsewhere and until next time we are take the black the Cassandra of the TV and movie industry. Always right, never wrong, and hated because we are beautiful and wise. Goodbye. Take care, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.